and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. It's our first one of the three we'll be doing this week, not four, because there won't be one that we uh, do on Tuesday. So it'll be a, a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of thing. And and I, I shouldn't go out of school here, but but like a lot of other broadcasters, uh, Britt's talking to Jeff Bezos right now. I am, man. Uh, because the NFL games are going to be broadcast on on Amazon, and they're just collecting talent from all around the country. What would be your what would be your job on those broadcasts? I mean, Al Michaels is doing the play by play, right? Doesn't he do the Amazon? I'll play? be um, I'll be a caddy for uh, Kirk Herbstreet. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'll be caddying oh, okay. for Kirk. You see that? You see Bezos mouthing off over the weekend on Twitter, bitching about Biden. Have you seen that? Oh, I love it. it yeah, I ha- I hate to say it, but he's right. Uh, he's right. Uh, he's right. All right, uh, you want to go there? We'll go there. Here we go. Um, Biden, Biden tweets this out, right? You want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. All right. There is absolutely no sense to that. Inflation has nothing to do, and this is not defending corporations (laughs) <laughs> the way they pay, but it has nothing to do with how much money they're paying in taxes. It just doesn't. And it's one of those kinds of connections that makes you roll your eyes and say, do you want Democrats to get steamrolled in the next few elections? Are, are you trying? Are, are, are you out there? Are, do you, you don't really believe that, do you? All right. So Bezos comes back and says the newly created disinformation board should review this tweet, Biden's, or maybe they need to form a new non-sequitur board instead. Raising corporate taxes is fine to discuss. Taming inflation is critical to discuss. Mushing them together is just misdirection. Sorry, he's right. Uh, Larry Summers comes to the defense of Joe Biden, and he has been critical of the Biden administration. I think Jeff Bezos is mostly wrong in his recent attack on the Biden administration. It is perfectly reasonable to believe, as I do, and POTUS asserts that we should raise taxes to reduce demand, to contain inflation, and that the increases should be as progressive as possible. Larry Summers, no, and he has he has kicked Biden's butt on many occasions, and he's going. He's saying that Bezos is wrong in, in his attack on the president. Well, I uh, I think that Larry Summers is as misdirecting and disingenuous. Wow in making that connection as Trump was, because remember it's first of all, the Republican party that wants to raise taxes on the lower 50% of people. Remember that, that whole Rick Scott list of bullshit that they're trying to run away from. They're not talking much about that. Are they? The Republicans are really not talking about that. And, And so let's just kind of just put that aside here in in this discussion, um, the the idea of a broad across the board tax hike right now, Larry Summers may be able to get out a piece of paper and show something connected to something. But uh-huh. if you want to lose an election, 
and you want to lose it, not just a little, if you want to get killed, yes, why don't you come up with a full-bore tax increase right now when people are thinking, and they're not incorrect, that they've now had to undergo a tax increase because of the inflation that they see in their lives every day at the grocery store and at the uh, gasoline station. Yeah, add on an income tax uh, increase, Democrats. That's a good. Summers is full of shit. And you know what? He knows it. He knows it. A, I mean, I think he's an asshole, but I don't think he's full of shit. I mean, Larry Summers has shown good on this one. personality wise that he's he's absolutely ridiculous. Jeff Bezos' tweet was, in fact, the administration tried hard to inject even more stimulus into an already overheated inflationary economy, and only Manchin saved them from themselves. Inflation is a regressive tax that mostly hurts the least affluent. Misdirection doesn't help the country. I'll agree with some of the stuff that he's saying there. I don't think that all of that is incorrect, but I also think that it's cute to come on when you're a billionaire and all of a sudden start poking around like that. I think that's very that's, that's very cute to do that. Bezos is not... No, you're, you're 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 making an ad hominem attack because Bezos said it. It can't be really true, and it's no, it's no, written. no. It's he's, not. It's not. About, it does have a. It does have the ring of. They shouldn't have given the little people that money because let them eat cake, which I will deliver the next day to their doorstep. That's what it sounds like in Jeff Bezos land to me. Because they, they should where where is that? I don't. Where, how does that mean? They they injected know. stimulus into an economy when people were hurting. And they, they tried to save people from, from losing their houses and from losing getting kicked out of their apartments. That's why the money was injected in the economy. I know asshole baby who's out there in the Caribbean with five chicks can't understand that. I know the guy that's got people in the warehouse pissing in bottles can't understand that. But that's what happened in America, Brad. Sorry. I don't, I don't, dis- I don't disagree with that at all. But now with 2020 hindsight, okay, it is a reasonable argument to say, and uh, you've seen the stories in the last couple weeks about the tens, hundreds of billions of dollars that disappeared, that, that didn't even get, not only did not get spent, but may have been stolen in, in, in various uh, 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 venues where the money was supposed to be uh, distributed correctly to businesses and, and things of that sort. So, yes, I think in hindsight, you can say, and by the way, this is kind of the opposite argument of 2009 when uh, Obama became president. Remember, the, the argument was by a lot of folks, this isn't enough, okay? And the people who said it wasn't enough were correct. And that's why, although it took many, many years for the economy to, to, to glide back upwards, you could say, hey, wait a minute, maybe it wasn't enough, maybe it was too slow. But it didn't cause inflation, did it? Because had three times. Hang on, if 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 instead of nine hundred billion, they would have put in three trillion back then, that might have started to heat up the economy too much. And look, I'm not arguing that. But I'd love to see unemployment at nine percent. Then we could really get control right. of this economy. Right. But the fact is that everything is seldom ever in balance. It just never, never is. And right now. The, the 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 pernicious effects of inflation they override everything and they will in this election and does inflation hang around joe biden's neck fairly of course not 
but that doesn't matter. And he shouldn't just come out and, and give answers to questions that no one was asking. Did anybody ask, you know, the reason that, that gas is so high and the reason that, that uh, uh, hamburger is, is now $9 a pound instead of four ten? Is it because GE isn't paying any uh, corporate taxes? Nobody was asking that question. Nobody's asking that question. I'll make, and, I'll make the populist the question nobody was asking. I'll make the populist argument because what I think you're making is sort of the libertarian argument is you've got to let the economy fail a little bit. You've got to let it because if you inject money in it, it's going to cause inflation. You guys are going to thank me a year from now when there's no inflation. Nobody ever does that. Nobody ever says, I'm so glad a year ago they didn't put any money in this economy and I got thrown out of my apartment and I got thrown out of my job. So there's no inflation today. These were the two choices that were in front of Joe Biden, right? You're going to have people hurting now, or you're going to have maybe inflation later. Now, they may have underplayed the idea that inflation would have happened, but I'm going to make the populist argument. The argument for the, for, for the populist, for the, for the little guy out there is every time the banks need a bailout, here's government. Every time the, auto, the, the automobile need, industry needs a bailout, here's government. When Wall Street, because of their own bad behavior, needed a bail, bailout, here's government. So, yeah, for the little guy, where's mine? I'm about to get thrown out of my house because there's a pandemic and Donald Trump fucked it up. So how, how come I can't get a little help here when the mortgage is coming due, when the rent's coming due, and the rent is too damn high? So that, I think that's somewhat of a populist argument to make. Well, it is, but as we're seeing, and it was correct to do, I, I agree. Uh, at the, the height of the pandemic, you know, in the early spring of 2020, it was looking pretty dark there. Everything had stopped functioning in this country for the most part. Every restaurant was closed. Every, you, know, you I don't have to go through that. And, and what was done needed to be done. But that's more than two years ago. Right. And, you know, there was, you know, there have been a couple more of these gigantic, you know, helicopter money dumps yeah. on the economy. Very, very badly um, executed. And I think we've talked about this. Before. You know why? Because I got some of the money. I didn't need the money. Right. I did not need the money. And I'm not in the top 1%, okay? Right. Not even close. Uh, but I didn't need the money. And, and, and so um, it, it, it was, was spoken by people like Larry Summers then. Then. And he was trashed for saying, there's going to be inflation like you've never seen. And he was disregarded then. So now, wait, he's taken the other side? Mm. What, what the hell is that all about? You talk about a guy. He, I don't want him to go around and, and do a sack dance because I told inflation would happen. But now he's, he's going the other way and, and, and taking specious arguments at best. Well, sometimes sometimes Larry Summers can be a bit Larry Summers can be a bit, right. be a bit of a contrarian asshole. Sometimes or, I think you, know, I, I, you, you you know look at that uh, look at that bird flying over there to to take it. Someone is not getting tossed out of their apartment, can't pay the rent, can't pay their um, student loan, all all the problems that yeah. uh, Americans have right now because of the corporate tax rate and the uh, the way. That's just it. That's too far of a stretch. As that's good as far of a stretch. As good as I think the communications department has been at the White House, like Jen Psaki, I think <laughs> is very good at her job. 
I don't, they're not good at crafting messages like, like that. They're on record as saying the reason you're having to pay more for a loaf of bread is COVID and Putin, which I don't think is a great argument to make. And now you saw the argument from the uh, Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, that the reason there's no formula is because Abbott Laboratories fucked up. And they've, they've hit back on that, and I don't think the American people are buying that. So they've, they've crafted some very specious arguments. And I, I'll give you that much, but I'm I just – Bezos drives me fucking insane sometimes when he decides to stick his nose in there and he starts pitching. He, he, it's, it's the people that you're aligning yourself with that he's doing this. He's, he's kind of on the Elon Musk side of things right now. He's kind of on that side of human beings and on the, on the Twitterverse right now, and I don't think he's that guy, but it's, it's fine. He can do what he wants to. I think he probably should. Actually, I, th- I think compared to Elon Musk, Bezos is Shakespeare on Twitter. Oh, okay. yeah, no, he's he, more he, articulate. He, yeah, he at least, he's less, he's less he, of a he, at least writes in com- he writes in complete sentences, and he says things that have some sub- – Musk is, is like your 11-year-old who just discovered that, that he can fuck with people, and he just fucks with people to fuck with people. And I might and just, I uh, that was, uh, I just suggest to, to Bezos, maybe pay a little more attention to your uh, streaming service, live streaming, you know, snuff films. Maybe if you had some safeguards against it, maybe you should pay attention to that a little bit. I'm just just one of those things. Again, another ad hominem attack. That's what I'm doing right now against Jeff Bezos. Well, I don't even, what, are you, what are you saying? What, Twitch was a, Twitch live streamed the murder in uh, in uh, Buffalo. Oh. And that's, a, that's that an Amazon, Amazon thing? That's an Amazon company, yes. That is it really? It absolutely 100% has been for several years now. Mm. Uh, but they they shot it down after two minutes, Brad. They want to make sure that you know it was after two minutes. That's That's I, I don't I don't really bad. know. I don't really, really there know. There been what some that. of it. Was wasn't there like what, some guy that did that on Facebook and it was up for five hours or something? There was one. I know when the guy murdered those reporters up in Virginia. I know yeah. that one was up for a while, and it took a while to get that down. Um, so yeah, okay, I have a I have a theory. You 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 led me into it without even knowing it. I have this theory on this this guy's eighteen year old who uh, did the the shooting in in Buffalo on on Saturday, and I'm sure I haven't seen this part of the story yet, but I'm sure it's true. I'm I'm sure that you know he's what is it an, he's an incel he's like never had sex never none of that no girls no i guess yeah. right no friends no no he's not one of the and and this time it's it's really true we're talking about this everybody during the pandemic there are a lot of people locked away with their computers yeah just looking at shit plotting yeah. and scheming and and, and you, you couldn't pinpoint what was going on but you you kind of knew that there were lone wolf crazoids like this and mm-hmm. uh, he he took action on it and uh without any degree of of cynicism here i think you could make an argument that he would have been much better off instead of spending his time on 4chan or 8chan or reddit or wherever all that you know the the replacement theory horse shit was circulating around or fox nation whoever he got it okay he really would have been better off going all porn for, you know, for a couple of years, yeah. he, you know, I, I don't know. And, and that's not me. I'm talking about. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I don't think that watching uh, even weirdo iterations would, would make you want to go out and get a firearm and just start killing people randomly. OK, yeah, it might, no. it might yeah. make you it might make you want to stand in Times Square and masturbate. Possibly. <laughs> 
passers-by. But other than that, uh, pr- probably not much. So uh, here, here's one for the porn that was never watched by this guy uh, all this time. Now, I could be wrong, and they're going to find out that he, he had this deadly combination of conspiracy theories. And I, don't, I doubt that, don't you? Uh, I think the Republicans have landed. I think the Republicans have landed on uh, these video games, right? They're blaming the video games. They're back to video games. I think they're back to video games, which is weird because I think there's a lot of the bro culture that likes Donald Trump that is really into first shooter video games that are very, very violent. But they've decided that that's the problem. Now they haven't gone to rap music yet, but we're waiting. I mean, we got to wait till eight o'clock tonight to get the official word. But rap music may also be the problem. He's he's eighteen and white. And in upstate New York, I'm not quite sure that you know okay. that that pro- wait, wait, as opposed to all the other great arguments. Okay, <laughs> no, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of white suburban kids, and he's not really even suburban. He's like rural, I guess, unless you consider Binghamton to be some sort of huge uh, urban area. But they, they're a lot of you know, the white suburban kids are pretty much driving the consumption of rap music. You know, they're the, they're the ones that are doing that stuff. But I. I I think you make the argument, interestingly enough, which is kind of a, a sidebar, that rap music is kind of less violent in 2022 than it was 30 years ago. There's a lot more sex in it now and stuff and getting escalates and stuff than it is about I, I, shooting I, I, other no, people. Absolutely. And, and the videos right. and stuff are oh, less By the way, there were shootings then, too. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I've made this point to, to you guys. I, I made it in a, a text to you guys. And I'm just there, – there's going to be a lot of – lying about what has been said on the Fox News channel. And there's going to be a lot of prevarication and minimization. But there's just a few truths that are just undeniable about this. And the truth is that replacement theory has been mainstreamed, particularly at 8 o'clock on the most watched show on cable television. Well, there's not NBA playoffs on, right? The most watched show on cable television. Replacement theory is not, maybe it's a thing, Hey, let's have a debate. Is this real? It's it's just there. It is. It it just is a thing. He has main and the guy who peddles this stuff. You can just try to if you're someone who tries to think that somehow the Republican Party is still consisting of the, you know, the Paul Ryan's and the John Boehner's. Those guys have been washed out of the Republican Party a long time ago, right? Those guys have been shoved way to the side. The guy who pushes replacement theory and does it very well very successfully he's polling really well as the republican nominee for president in 2024 that's happening and the last point that i'll make on this besides the fact that so many people have been inspired to kill based on this replacement theory hate which is exactly what it is if you are a republican who's running for president and i'll take donald trump and i'll take tucker carlson out of the the uh, equation here Um, because we don't even know really if either one of those guys are are running for the Republican nomination in 2024. Ron DeSantis. Brad, Ron DeSantis calls a press conference this afternoon. He says, this replacement theory shit has got to go. If you believe in this shit, don't you vote for me. What would happen to Ron DeSantis' number in the Republican Party? What what would happen to those numbers? Mm, He would die. He would die. You cannot compete for the Republican nomination for president by denouncing what? replacement theory. Tell uh, me that I'm what, wrong. What? No, I'm, I'm not telling you that you're wrong at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure that there's nothing on the record of him talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the answer is there isn't anything yet. So mm-hmm. if you, if you, 
if you Google DeSantis and replacement theory, you get nothing. He's a couple theories back. Okay, he's he's still all about um, critical race uh, theory. Critical race theory. Oh, that's a thing. That, that's and, happening but, now, now. Definitely, the I know, race, I know. Yeah. But but you know, that that's still there. But um, replacement theory that there's this cabal of elites and Jews, of course, um, and uh, uh, liberals and the media that are all conspiring along with Democratic politicians to alter the makeup of the United States by unfettered immigration, open the borders and let them all in. Because as you know, everyone that ever enters this country votes Democrat, which, by the way, just that assumption is so stupid, you can't even talk about it. Um, So DeSantis, he's going to get asked about this. There's no way. And he's going to have to fashion some kind of, of response that can't be just what you said he might say where he tries to separate himself from it because you're right if he does that he's done then that open that opens up a lane for greg abbott yep in texas who you know has got to be on board with that because uh to be fair at least greg abbott is on uh, the governor of a state that is on the border where people are, you know, Florida is is not. We're we're not having a rash of boat people from Haiti coming into Cuba right or into Florida right now that have to be stopped. So, so he's he's got the standing on that. So I'll bet you Greg Abbott can't wait for DeSantis to attempt to triangulate and 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 fashion some sort of uh, I want it both ways response to. Uh, so what do you think about this idea that the liberals and the Democrats and George Soros and the Jews? Uh, they control everything, and the only way they think they can win elections in the future, and God damn it, they're on their way to try to do it, is to change the makeup and replace white voters, or at worst, as Tucker Carlson likes to say, just dilute them. Because if there's 100 white voters and 20 people of color come into the country, well, my vote isn't worth one anymore. It's only worth, you know... Uh, 80% of what it was, blah, 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 blah. Or if you get down far enough, my vote would only be worth three-fifths of what it used to be. <laughs> see, three-fifths? You see what I did there? It's a compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what that yeah. is. Um, um, and, of course, this, it, it, it's this um, absurd zero-sum game. Exactly, exactly. That is, is ridiculous. Uh, and, you know, in, in a few days, a few weeks, whenever, if if the rules are changed – down at the border and uh, were unable to uh, stop folks coming in under the ruse of uh, being worried about COVID infecting the country, which is what the law is right now. If that gets tossed and there really is the uh, predicted, is it what? 20,000 a day might, might, might come in. That's going to be a thing and it's going to have to be answered for. Um, And, it's what Republican politics is all about, Britt. They, no, they swallowed it whole. There's no, there's no separation. No, no, but everything else, everything else, is is kind of second. Yeah. It's immigration, 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 and it has been that at some points. And Trump went hard with a couple of uh, different times during his presidency, and it, it helped him and it hurt him because it didn't work all the time. But um, we're at a 
we're at a crossroads here right now. That's what you don't. That's why you don't want Chris Wallace with you know Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, DeSantis, Abbott, Trump, whoever saying, "Will you denounce uh, replacement theory?" Because the the next word out of your mouth, oh, the media makes that up and they try to make a thing out of it, and it's just bullshit. And Chris, you're you're buying the media's agenda. That's what you're doing. That that that's that, that is the. The answer. If if DeSantis today called a press conference and said replacement theory is pervasive among some folks in our party, and I denounce it, and anybody who endorses that and subscribes to it, do not vote for me. Greg Abbott would immediately call a press conference. And go well. It looks like somebody's taking the liberal media's agenda. Looks like they're sucking the old media cock right now, aren't you, old Ronnie boy? That's exactly right, there what needs Greg to be, Abbott would do. Right. There needs to be. Um, it's not an argument, but a, a discussion of what the United States is right now, has been in the past, and what is at stake with these ideas. You know, when the Italians came in in the 1920s, yeah. Yeah. that was the end of the world, yeah. right? Uh, when the Chinese came in in the 1860s, it was the end of the world. And the same arguments were being made then. It wasn't exactly called replacement theory, but it was darn close. Uh, it may have had uh, another name. Uh, when, when every group that has, when the Irish came in, holy shit, the Irish? Irish oh, well, uh, at least they were white, right? right. Uh, um, we'll, we'll let them be cops. That'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, we met, let them be, be uh, firing, too. Fire, yeah, fire, we need no, cops to fire, 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 fire. You guys can do that. That's fine. Right. But uh, as you know, all of these uh, people assimilated into the United States and and they were fine. Now, the complaint being lodged right now is uh, that there is a deliberateness to this, and it's different this time. It's completely different this time. <laughs> and the problem is there's there's this, this of course, a great demagogue always has a nugget of truth in what they're saying. And the fact is the country has been changing demographically. It just has. It has since they changed the immigration laws during uh, Lyndon Johnson's administration. He's the one. His administration changed what was in place since the 1920s, which was very, very restrictive immigration laws. And it's been changing ever since then. Now, um, is it deliberate? Are all those uh, voters going to uh, vote for Democrats and and, and liberal politics? You know what? It isn't even true right now. And all you have to do is look at those three counties in South Florida that kicked out Democratic members of Congress right. and went Republican. Right. So they're they're arguing bullshit, of yeah. course. Um, but it's just at its core, it's just plain racist. It it, it just is. And There's no other word for it. And it's accepted, pervasive, ma- mainstream. There's there's a, a segment, a big segment of the white voters in the Republican Party. And they I don't even know if it's quiet anymore. I think they're a little bit more loud than they were because I think this race, this replacement theory thing, um, you know, you talked about how those uh, protesters on January the 6th of 2021, these were not trailer trash. These were not poor white folks. These were middle class and in some cases very affluent people who went to Washington to do this shit, right? I think that among those folks, there is a pretty loud discussion of, you know, I, I hate to say it, but if the white guys aren't kind of in charge with their hand on the wheel, this country's going to hell. 
That's I, everything. I, no, no, you're, 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 no, 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 you're, you're underselling it. Yeah. That is what it's all about. Yeah. Making America great again. It's not just code. It's just flat out saying America was great when the white Christian conservative, mostly male hierarchy right. ran this country. Right. And you can open it up, call it a, a black hole and throw everything else in there and, and it will disappear, including abortion. Yeah. Abortion is about white male Christian dominance yeah. in another area of women. control of, of women yeah. and their bodies. When was America great? When Ward Cleaver could come home every goddamn day after work yeah. and there was June. And you know what? Barbara Billingsley, a lot hotter than, than, no, than she was ever given credit for. Low-key really. hot, low-key hot, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, 1950s hot. 1950. Yeah. Donna Reed hot. Donna Reed hot. The all-American yeah, girl. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, bring it. Bring it. Um, no, I, I think that if you and if to me, essentially, I mean, it's it's full of hate. And it, but it's also completely if you think that the American experience is dependent and the great experiment that we've had for 250 years in this country is dependent on white folks being in charge. You just haven't you haven't been paying attention we, again, the greatness of America is that the success story comes from people from Somalia and Japan and Kenya and Germany and Ireland. They come from all over. They accept and they buy into this American thing that we've got going on, and they've been successful, and you see people doing that. And how you throw that out and say, well, that sounds good, and I really I kind of like these black folks, but, you know, we kind of need to be in charge, and we kind of need but, to Britt, stay in charge. Britt, what about when that guy killed that, that girl? What yeah. about that? Yeah, exactly. So, you, I, so all you have to do, if, if, if one immigrant, especially an illegal immigrant, yeah, that's right. commits a crime, that equals, you know, three million illegal immigrants committing a crime. But if but if a white kid who's so, inspired by this shit goes down to Charleston, shoots up a church, eh, that doesn't count. And if the white kid goes uh, th drives 200 miles up to Buffalo and just immediately starts trying to kill as many black people as possible, eh, that doesn't really count. And, and by the way, we can't talk about gun control. It's too soon to talk about gun control again. Uh, I have to be honest. Hey, with you. you know, Britt, uh, on my list today was uh, you can always count on the NRA yeah. to say the right thing. And by the way, also, you can always count on Laura Trump to say the right thing. Pick Please. one. Which one do you like more? Uh, you let's the do NRA uh, yeah, it's fine. Let's do the NRA first and we'll do with Laura Trump. All right. So at a quarter to nine on Saturday night, and I think most of us learned about the shooting in Buffalo, you know, in the mid-afternoon, late yeah, afternoon. Right. right? So uh, at 846, the NRA tweeted this out. Disarming law-abiding citizens and making good people helpless will not make bad people harmless. So, of course, yeah. I was half joking with my wife because I hadn't seen this till today. I said can't believe the somebody hasn't gone hard with the uh if everybody would have had a gun this wouldn't have happened argument if there would have been a full-fledged shootout right. exactly. in that in that grocery store everything would have been fine so the nra the nra went there they did it um shannon watts who is the uh she's the uh, leader of uh, mom's demand action you know she's uh, a gun control organization you've seen her on tv shannon watts she answers 
the NRA and says the NRA leaves out the armed guard, which it advocates for in all public spaces and schools as a solution to America's gun violence crisis, which it created. And that's right. There was an armed guard there. He's dead. That's what happens when firefights break out in public. You can keep collecting your blood money from gun manufacturers, but don't pretend to care about the safety of Americans. That's directed back at the NRA, and that's written by David Hogg, you know, the uh, young guy from right. from Parkland. Um, so the uh, you can always count on the NRA to be sensitive to the victims, firstly. Uh, that's David, what they do. They, they always step up. You can always count on them. And David Hogg, of course, has been vilified by the National Rifle Association, by right-wingers everywhere. So, I, I would, again, I would hope if there's some act, uh, activist who comes forward out of this uh, thing in Buffalo and is very sad and lost a family member, I hope that person gets just tarred all over the place as well and just thrown to the wolves. Because, you know, it's just it's an awful thing that they're doing, mourning their dead loved one. Are you shitting me? I mean, come on. The NRA is ridiculous. And at least but wait. some of their influence, I think, has waned anyway. Yeah, there's more. Let's go over to uh, Laura Trump. That would yeah. be uh, Donald Trump's daughter-in-law, right? She's married to uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning uh, Mensa member Eric Trump, yeah, right? That's the one. She's also uh, a proud graduate of North Carolina State University, Brad. Right, right. Uh, she says that the uh, shooting yesterday, this would be Sunday. Mm -hmm. This is not the one in Buffalo. This is the one in Southern California. Oh, here we go. This is at a church there. Right. She says that was motivated by pro-choice rhetoric. She says it's very dangerous when you have a president who just kind of says crazy-sounding things. And, of course, I'm not referring to uh, uh, conflating in, in inflation and, and taxes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when you talk about a president who says crazy-sounding things, I was thinking she was talking about, you know, her father-in-law. But, uh, obviously, no, no. No, she she wasn't. Because um, it's Donald Trump, right, who have all this th- these recordings of him uh, literally advocating violence from behind a podium <laughs> at, at speeches. Anybody. At campaign events. Yeah. Uh, anywhere. So he just kind of says crazy sounding things um what can you say i mean you're right uh we're just at the beginning of this the the uh somehow spin this and defend this at all costs whether it was the shooting in southern california in laguna beach at the church on sunday or the uh shooting in buffalo on saturday they got to defend Right. I mean, have, have they brought on uh, Kyle Rittenhouse yet on Fox to explain how this kid's a victim like he oh, was? Have they gone there, there yet? There you go. Uh, yeah. This is the story. They've got they've got this story about uh, Fox News already linking uh, violent video games as scapegoat for on uh, Fox News brought on. Bernard Zappor to discuss the causes of mass shooting. Zappor was a former special agent for the firearms division in the Department of Justice. The news anchor John Scott asked Zappor, it seems like things have gotten so much worse since video games became so realistic and so violent. Have you done research or learned that video games tend to desensitize people to the actual result of pulling a trigger? <laughs> this is within 24 hours. of the, This is what well, they landed on. Yeah, well, there, there, there you go. Um, 
This what is what I want to know. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen this yet. As you probably know, if you follow the story at all, and you know, we're getting more on this all the time, that now he was tagged by the police mm-hmm. for all kinds of crap about a year ago. And they investigated him and they, you know, they, they brought him in it's and an they evaluation. declared him not a, not yeah. a threat for an evaluation. All right. So yeah. they let him go. Right. Okay. So somebody, you know, in retrospect, obviously made the wrong decision. But what I want to know is how many of those people are out there? We already know that there are lots of people who never do anything until they perform a horrible act like this. I mean, they really do come out of nowhere. But I don't consider this a person who completely came out of nowhere if they were already already tagged and, and, and examined and, and, and looked at by by psychiatrists and the uh, the police. So my question, are, are there 10,000 of those kind of people who've already been released? And I know you can't, but how are we not at the point where if you get to that point, you, you should be on a no buy a gun list. Okay? I think so. I think and, that, and, and by I the way, I, I believe in New York State, which supposedly has you know tough gun laws. I think that applies to uh, handguns and things. You have to be 21 to get a handgun. But you can get a long gun at mm-hmm. 18. Yeah. A long gun obviously included this kind of uh, military-style right. um, uh, AK-47, squeeze the trigger as fast as you it's can. military-style weapon. And then he got, he got an illegal magazine. He was able to modify can, a magazine. I mean, how can we even have a discussion? How can we have a discussion? You know, when, you know what I'm uh, thinking? I'm going to stop you from buying a handgun, but you can buy a fucking gun yeah. that can go kill uh, 100 people in a minute at, at yeah. 18. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, this is how this is what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking it's terribly unfair. I would use this against Ted Budd in North Carolina. I would have a Ted Budd attack ad ready for the general election, and it would have him and his gun shop. And I would say, who is Ted Budd selling guns to? And I would have pictures of Dylan Roof. I would have pictures of this asshole. I'd have it just floating across the screen. And I know that's terribly unfair. I know that's dirty pool. I know that's ugly, nasty politics. But that's what I would do. Ted, we don't know who Ted Budd's selling guns to in his little gun shop. He, we don't know whose records he's checking. We don't know if he's doing the proper thing. I would I would just tag the shit out of him well, with it, that. No, but the, the, the problem is that it wouldn't even matter if he was doing the right thing. <laughs> selling too many guns and I, I think they've already talked to the guy who sold the gun in a gun shop oh, yeah he, he said the, he guy, and the guy said look look everything was was completely clean yeah. right. if there would have been anything i wouldn't have sold the gun to him that's right so does that and i don't know what the uh, i don't have the information in front of me so does that mean the timeline is such that there's no record of the fact that he had been spoken to by the police and had been examined. That doesn't go in your record, so then no. you can walk right out of there and go into a gun store. You're good. There's nothing on your permanent record. We don't want to make your reputation suffer at all by it being um, recorded that you were uh, uh, spoken to by the police. No, if, he's uh, that's, if it's, it, that's it. Yeah, he, he was evaluated and he was cleared. He's good. Why would you, uh, you know, you can't violate his Second right. Amendment rights, Brad. Sure, uh, yeah, I know, of course. You can't have what any of I that thinking? going on. So, I yeah, know. no, I'm, I'm very, you, you cannot get past the fact that this replacement theory stuff is peddled for big bucks every night on Fox. 
There's no escaping from it. It's not, again, it's not like, a, eh, this might be happening. No, it's just a thing. It's just out there. And it's been embraced by the Republican Party. They've, they've swallowed it whole. And again, if you speak out against it, you're the bad one. You're going to be expelled from, you'll be Liz Cheney. You'll be Adam Kinzinger. You will be set, you will be sent home. If you, if you say something like what yeah. I've just said. And this kind of happened under all of our noses. You know, we've kind of known it's there, but how seriously can you take this? I mean, it's so kooky. Yeah. It's, it's well, it's, it's so, being taken. It's being very, taken very seriously by a lot of people. And, and by the way, I would just like on behalf of the Jews. And as you know, I am spoken for the Jews. Um, <laughs> If you're going to chant either you will not replace us or, more specifically, Jews will not replace us, there just aren't enough of us to replace you. There really aren't. There's not a lot of us. Now, if you're saying, well, okay, we didn't mean you will replace us specifically, Jews. You know how to get people into the country who will replace us. No, that's, it's just not a thing. We're not doing it. Not, 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 a, uh, not a policy, and I know that's not going to change anything i got one more here okay. I, i've got for you the greatest parody website i've seen in a long time this one is perfect uh toby morton is a comedy writer and a stand-up he's uh done some work with south park mm-hmm. and folks like that and he bought the website at least stephonic 2022.com oh my god and uh, when you when you go to it and uh, feel free to go to it right now, Elise Stefanik, E L I S E S T E F A N I K twenty twenty two dot com, you will see the most perfect looking site that looks real, and it isn't. And it says the replacement theory and why I support it. And right below, and this is just a couple sentences. I'll read it. It's who is Elise Stefanik, and remember she's a congresswoman from the state of New York. Yeah, he says. I am a monster. I am a vile and disgusting politician who is responsible for the Buffalo, New York shooting spree. Pal, what is in his manifesto is what I placed in his head. Why? Because I want power. I want votes. I don't want to lead. I want to rule. People will lose lives, but that's not my concern. I'm here for the exposure, the power, the control. I will continue to do everything in my power to raise white supremacy higher than it's ever been. If you're a Democrat reading this, you better start swinging for the fences. Your bullshit subpoenas and harshly written letters are hilarious. Start punching, start kicking, start fighting back. Otherwise, this will continue to slowly become the easiest win for GOP sycophants. And uh, right below it, they've got some of her tweets and uh, other things that that, that she has said. Because... uh, She's kind of a, a perfect example but who, who went from being a sort of a uh, uh, considered to be a, quote, normal Republican a couple years ago. And and she just didn't swallow the Kool-Aid. Right. Oh, no. She, she swallowed goes, a whole swimming pool. Oh, she drowned in it. Absolutely. But, but don't that, that website is that's that's pretty sharp looking. There's you the, know? That, there's the front that is way better. That's way better than most real ones. You know, it what I'm is. Saying? <laughs> let's really keep it white. The replacement yeah. theory. Yeah, yeah. So. They can try to run away with it. They can try to run away from it all they want to. They ain't running away from it now. I mean, most of them are well, totally well, embracing, embracing it. it. That's it. Yeah. it is. No, that's yeah, what they're all about. You're, you're, remember, it's, it's you're the jerk for denying it. 